Hi, I'm Sarah, the original tit and one of the tricky girls, and you are listening to the Engage podcast. Incoming transmission. Hello, and welcome to this latest episode of the Engage podcast. I'm Jamie. I'm Simon. And I'm Phil. And today we're going to be doing Star Trek tropes with our special guest, Sarah, the naughty tit from the Trekkie Girls. Hello. Hello. I finally got you back. Woo. I'm back. You're back again. I'm back and again. And on an easier episode. <laughs> yes. Well, not easier per se. Just, just well, possibly short. not quite as long. I was going to say shorter, definitely shorter. for sure. <laughs> I was say, this time you're not going to get four. I don't hours know. Aggressively we, we, going. Uh, uh, you know, uh. we do have we do have a habit of, of rambling on somewhat. So you never know. It, it could. <laughs> It could extend. Yeah, let's make this one four hours. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, no, well, no let's not. Let's not. <laughs> just start A, B, C. No, let's not do that. Just go from to A quote to Simon, Z. Five hours later. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, I think with the season one review, I think we didn't go into tangents too much, but obviously we went quite into depth about the episodes, about the sort of issues and themes it was... Yeah, each episode was bringing up so but yeah it was very long <laughs> and it didn't even it didn't feel like that when we were recording it no it did didn't because did you sort of turn around and think my god three and a half hours has gone by <laughs> yeah but the other thing was we had to do talking for about half an hour before then as well so it was sort of like <laughs> this is true oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we'd, well for each of those we'd spend about 10 minutes doing it which is actually quite incredible considering how much um information we got into that episode so yeah yeah, we, we did, did well. we did well. We did we just well. It was really, it was really enjoyable. Doing it like every year, unfortunately. Yeah. Just that, yeah. Our That's next one will be coming up, hope with you Sarah in a few months. So Yeah, I can't uh, wait. Yeah. Kind uh, of ingratitude. With any luck yeah. we'll be finished by DSTE. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know, Jamie, do you want to explain what a trope is? Uh, what it simply is, is it's an episode where we're gonna, literally going to be reading something off a website, which uh, is what uh, I think that Simon Say found. Say what you see. Yeah. And it's literally all sort of stereotypes and phrases that you always hear in Star Trek. Um, so, for example, you know, shut up, Wesley, that sort of thing. It's it, Make it so. Yes. Make it so, yeah. So hey, that's... I got one right. Woo. There you go. You see, your Star Trek knowledge isn't that limited, Sarah. You do know some things. I do know some... Thing. It's you just probably know a lot the first, of the first sort of four seasons of TNG at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably know more than you than you realise. Possibly. Probably know more than me. But for it will, those, be, for, but it for, will for, soon it, become it, apparent. Exactly. But a trope uh, spelt T R O P E, uh, and then if you want the plural S at the end, obviously. But then, the, for example, you've got famous ones like the Force Will Be With You or Where Art Thou, Romeo. These are all the tropes that we use. But we're going to obviously look at the Star Trek ones. So, like um, like Sarah just said, that's a famous one. Or, of course, the, uh, the Captain Picard. Um, the line must be drawn here, no further. The line must be drawn here! Which, which technically okay. is a podcast, engaged podcast trope, because that tends to happen quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You've stolen it. Or yeah, Jamie's it's... Pleasure Cruise, which seems to happen quite a lot. Yes, Phil. Thank <laughs> Not you as that. much as it used to, though. Did you see no, how sorry. I got that in there? Did you see that? Did you see Very that? Very nicely Phil? done. Very nicely done. <laughs> or, or the Mariana Hill and Seven of Nine thing that comes up. Yes. Oh, naughty I'm lost now. Oh, Never naughty mind. tit, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> there but you we, go, there's a tit trope. 
Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, I've got my own trope. How exciting. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Anyway. You get, a special, you get a special award, Sarah, for that. Really? It being named after you, yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you, don't, you only get to keep it for one year. You have to bring it back afterwards. You don't even get it engraved. Oh. Well, that's no good. Yeah. Good Phil. So who, <laughs> after that, who wants to go first? Sorry. Well, I was um, just going to... I was just going to say the website we're using is is it tvtropes.org? tvtropes.org. Yeah. Just put in Star Trek tropes and it will come up. Simple as. Yeah. And just look through it and go, oh my God, they've taken an easy route. Yeah, um, the one I've just stumbled on is the self-destruct me- mechanism, which I use at least once per series, that sort of stuff. Just kind of... I love it like... Um, what is it? The one with... Um, oh, I can't think of his name. The ugly dude, the um, the clown. Yeah, we all know about that. Yeah, the, the ugly man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the clown. Isn't that the elephant man? So we're talking to be about fair, there's, there's a lot of them. There's a few of them. Yeah. Bear with me. Come back to me. Talk, ramble. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm not. I'll find it. Now. I'll oh, find oh, what I'm on about. Well, <laughs> another, it, another. On the, um, on the same website, you also, if you drill down into it, you can get all the series uh, that you can go into the original series, animated, next gen, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, mm. and carry on. And you've also oh. got the J.J. Uh, Abrams verse as well. If you de- if you dig deep enough on that Tropes website, there's a hell of a lot there. There's, yeah, there's it... even a gamble um, button as well, so you can get a random trope. Really? Oh, very trope. knowledgeable, Phil, haven't you? So, just, is, it, is it particular sayings, or is it, well, could it be scenes? Cause yeah, it can be. I mean, sorry, go on, Things Sarah. you associate with Star Trek. Right, okay. It's, it's anything so, like beam me up, Scotty. Or I mean obviously that's that's actually not one, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean one one for example I've just found here um is the prime directives are generate of a lot of plot devices. So, yeah. So the alien non interference clause trope codifier, that's what it says here on the website. So the yeah, prime so you've directive... got um who watches <clears throat> watches, that's quite a good example of that happening in action. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it going wrong. So it's like a theme, yeah. like a topic. Yeah. It doesn't have yeah. to be like an exact phrasing. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it could be any a, sort of thing, really. It's a bit okay. of both. It's a bit of both. I mean, the way I look at the best tropes is if, if it's something that has maybe eked its way into modern society. So uh, anything from a film or anything from like an iconic moment that somehow becomes normal phrases or paraphrases that people use in day-to-day speech. Um, I'll be back. Think of one now, which doesn't help, but there we go. I'll be back. There yeah, I'll go. be back, yeah. Yeah. Arnie, there you go. There's one. <laughs> but, I mean, I think another good example of the Prime Directive is also um, the Masterpiece Society as well. I think that's another really good example of the sort. They screwed that up royally as well, didn't they? Yes, they did. <laughs> so. that one, Jamie. I've not heard of that one. No, oh, no, because that's for well, season five. five. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say I don't think I've got that yet either. So, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's another episode where the prime directive is the centre of of this sort of episode, and again, they want to help out. They they are just as much damage as much yeah. as a natural phenomenon going to blow up something else, blowing up the same thing. That's good. In- is without ruining it. Oh, that's good like intentions, the episode... but bad result. <laughs> that's like the episode with the uh, the pregnant alien where they're just trying to defend themselves and then they end up killing the mother and yeah so that's sort of <laughs> moral dilemma Leah isn't Brams. it hello dr leah brams ah yes, yes. 
Yes. <laughs> I got really confused then. I thought you couldn't hear me. <laughs> That's all right. Um, I think another, I think also um, sort of what you were saying about um, sort of, uh, what, I'm trying to think of something, um, like the Galaxy's Child, it's decided they didn't know what it was, like the cloud, for example, when Voyager goes into the nebula and they think it's just a, I think it's like a, just a nebula, but it's actually a life form. They end up damaging. Jamie's got a lot. Jamie's got a lot to answer for on this answer seat for bloody coffee. <laughs> a lot to answer for. Yeah, I know what we'll do. We'll poke that alien and get coffee out of it. Yeah, great. That's yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> Stupid woman. We know how much you love Jamie and the Prime Directive, so. There you go, that's where the Prime Directive also came up a lot with Janeway, there you go. Mm. <laughs> yeah, causing havoc everywhere, yeah. Yeah. Well, they were the more the exploratory series, weren't they, I suppose, really? They they mm. were the ones going out and meeting new species and, and things. <laughs> yeah. The Prime Directive comes up a lot, doesn't it? It does, yeah. A, a lot, lot, a lot. So, you know, and I think um, another example of, of a trope is that always on duty. So, for example, you always normally see the main characters always on the bridge of a starship, whether it's next gen or Voyager. There's only like a few instances where it is, doesn't happen. Like, yeah, because yeah, it, well, it doesn't have to it, be like a, a saying. It could be something that happens continuously. So, for mm. example, like, like I don't know, on most, on most cartoons, you know that the bad guy's always going to die and the good guy's always going to get the the, 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 the the thumbs up at the end of it. So again in a way it's a trope, as it were. Mm. It would be a bit po- difficult to have a show where they don't go on the bridge when it's on a starship and there's meant to be stuff like that happening. It would be very difficult for that to happen. It'll there's only a few occasions. There's at their only stations. one episode in Next Gen where they didn't didn't actually go on the bridge. What, one once? episode. And that's family. Yes. That's it. That's the only instance where that ever happened. Is that that's the first one of season four, isn't it? After best of both worlds, yeah. 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 And I think also, I think it happens like where there's uh, literally no, like there's little characters on the bridge, like no main characters. I think there's um one once in Voyager when Harry Kim's on duty, and it says here when Captain Sulu, um, in Undiscovered Country gets woken up by well, says the actor here, Christian Slater, whatever character he played in that film. <laughs> so random yeah. lieutenant or cadet Ensign, whatever he was, yeah. So. That's another bit of trivia that everyone brings up. Who you know? Who are the people that were famous before you knew them? And that's, that's another. They always bring up Kristen Slater. We couldn't talk about tropes without talking about technobabble, could we? Yeah. Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah. And taking the tech and taking the medical tech and all that sort of stuff. Well, you know, it reminds me of the technobabble in um, in uh, Rascals when Reich is explaining to one of the Ferengi about how to, how to, how to operate <laughs> the computer or something. <laughs> you guys won't have, won't have seen that, but it's a very... I was going to say, yeah. It's a very silent from these two end of the corners. Yeah, it's, it's, a very fu- it's a very funny episode where the Ferengi take over the Enterprise. Jamie, remember, you seem to be finding episodes that they haven't seen. For, right. for examples, this show. So you're going, have a huh? Okay, I'm going to give you a humdinger of an example. And the biggest example of Star Trek is Picard himself. Now, bear with, bear with me here. Now, not only is it his sayings like engage or make it so, but you've also got a string of photos that come up on Facebook where there's pictures of Picard doing this, which people can't see, or that. Oh, like the memes. Uh, yeah, and the, yeah. Uh, for, for example, like uh, there's loads, there's loads, like make it snow. In a way, it's become a fan 
trope because he's been manipulated. The pictures of him have been done, changed, and it's funny. So yes. it's almost like a, a humour trope, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that's quite... In- yeah, I didn't think of that. That's yeah, quite that's intriguing. Good. Yeah. My, my favourite favorite one is a picture of him doing this when he's really going. He goes, and it's what the F-U-C-K are people still doing living in Gotham. I think that's <laughs> just brilliant. <laughs> I have to look some of those up, I think. No, they are they are some of the best. The stuff That's a good best. one. That's a good one. <laughs> but not even that. It's just also his main sayings throughout the series. He, he would always say certain things that you go, right, that's it. Picard, said, Picard, stand, Picard stood up or Picard's, there's a, there's a scene of his, just his face, right, he's about to say something important. Let's all listen. We must, mm-hmm. must listen. So Picard himself is a trope. So Picard trope. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> um, let's have a look. Don't get me excited on Diana tropes. Diana, Diana. Oh, what? Diana. Oh, state, state. He's stating the obvious one as well, because that happens a few times. Diana stating the obvious. I really wish he just repeated the computer a lot more. It would be so much more funny. <laughs> but she later on, she does do a lot more counselling than than yeah. people give her credit for. Yeah, she does, that's true. She but, does, she does an awful lot of it, and everyone just goes, oh, she says the same thing. No, she doesn't. She does actually do her job. And so does um, Esri Dax as well. She does a bit of counselling, although she was only in it one season. So got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there. actually, if you, if you think about it, the idea of counselling itself could be considered a trope. I mean, not just in terms of a job, but, you know, like, Main characters always giving advice about stuff like different situations and all that sort of thing. Does that make sense? Well, you mean Riker always looking after um, uh, uh, Picard, saying, "You're not going down. No, you don't go down. I go down. You don't go down. I go down." Yeah, that what? sort of thing. What Riker's yeah. weird sitting down on a chair technique. <laughs> yeah, or the or the girth. <laughs> what was that always about? <laughs> What's that? The way he got on chairs, you know, so he put one leg over and then moved yeah. his other leg around. It's like, what the he hell was that about? He has to do it differently, doesn't he? Just has to do it differently. <laughs> and he leans. The Riker leans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was just right. I'm just going to call that Riker's, it's, it's Riker's demeanour trope. There you go. Riker manoeuvre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, way he put, the way he put his leg on, on, the, on the chair or the way he walks down the corridor or just, yeah. Riker's swagger. <laughs> Swagger's mm. swagger. You've all missed a very obvious one as well. Swagger like Jagger. <laughs> swagger, like, swagger like Riker. No, maybe not. You missed an Jagger, obvious one. Riker's good, yeah. Very, yeah. very obvious. What, what's that? What's the phrase that always happens when a Borg turns up? Resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. That oh. itself is a trope. Everybody knows that. They must Resistance do. If you talk about the Borg, they say, yeah. done. And yeah. they continuously do the same thing all the time, all the time. Oh, oh they've adapted. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't see that Although one happening. One, one cult trope never actually got said. So the beam me up, Scotty, never got said. No, it didn't, did it? That was something that came from the actual fans itself, didn't it? Never yeah. got said. Something similar to it got said, but not that exact. Never actually said beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. No, never got said. A, a I think, I think... Real. I think because I, I think I, I mean I don't know for sure, but I think it, it for some I think for um, for some people it's a common misconception that it actually comes from the show when it doesn't. I used to think it came from the show until Simon told me it actually doesn't. <laughs> this one's a funny one. We will we will not have pockets in the future. <laughs> That's a good point. They don't have 
I have no money. If it's on the tricord, it's like having anything on your phone these days, isn't it? Yeah, they have yeah, no money, do they? iPads. We have they iPads don't. now. It's just something to hit me. They don't actually have pockets in Star Trek. Nope. Well. Where would they put their tissue, you know? Maybe a tissue or something. I was just about to say, where do they put the um, ammunition for a reload on the gun? And then I realised it's phaser. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I would have thought, if they had a cold, they wouldn't need a tissue. Just go to Dr. McCoy. And you should just you. Yeah, that's true. There's no illness, I suppose, is there They really? don't have colds in the 24th century. I think that was established in the battle. If they cry, their noses would yeah. still run. They'd need yes. a tissue. Do and they have course, tissues in the future? You have mums had issues, they'd always get a tissue. You have yeah. mum's approach of having it down the back of the so, like the seat. That's where they would be. So you just oh. have the bridge full of tissues everywhere. Just like we had the whole thing of, um, I think we had it in the, um, oh, was it best end of year um, from Germany, kind of gaffer tape over the bridge doors to stop the ball coming through. <laughs> so there's a stash of <laughs> stuff that issue gaffer tape to stop ball coming through simulating everyone that's funny <laughs> in the world of Simon Aww. you got you both got involved with it yeah yeah in true there was gaffer tape everywhere on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> another common trope is uh, holograms so the idea of sort of holodeck episodes holodeck characters that came up consistently you know, so it started in TNG. You got recreational holodecks were standard with hard light holograms made of projections and four force fields. And later, was the EMH was added as well, the emergency medical hologram. You stole where I was going to go with that as well, <laughs> Jamie. By the way, because I was oh, going right. to link Sherlock Holmes to Star Trek by the fact, by the fact of the um, the hologram. But you still can feel because I didn't mention Sherlock Holmes. Elementary, oh. my dear boy. Elementary, yeah. yeah. say that. Elementary, yeah. my dear data. You get uh, Moriarty. Yeah. Which I think comes up in here somewhere. I think I saw it recently. Yeah, I mean... Again, White and can... Grey Moriarty. Oh, no. Yes, and they don't kill him. They promise to, um, to they try and him make him box. real, don't they? If they can. Yeah, and, they, the then they didn't, um... and then they didn't do anything for four years and then he got mad. and yeah. anyway. No, and then he probably got killed or destroyed in um, the, when the ship No, crashed. he fell down the waterfall with Sherlock. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> but no, Sherlock Holmes does come up quite a bit in well, I say quite a bit, but it does come up a few times, doesn't it, in next gen, so even even if not even oh god, even when Moriarty's not in those two episodes that he's in, it goes up a few times. But if you if you look at every character in Star Trek, technically they are a trope themselves because there's certain things a certain character does after three or four or five seasons, they're gonna be the same thing. For for example, um I was just about to say Colin Mealy, but uh, but it's not actually his character's name, is it? It's the first time I used the uh, the actual actor's name, not the character's name. Which Chief O'Brien. Thank you. <clears throat> his trope okay. is just do 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 boom, and then where he does the uh, with his hands. Technically, that's a moving trope. It's a it's a visual trope when he when he just does the beam me up. Ooh. Oh, what you mean when he's in the transport room? Mm. Did ah. you know James Dern actually trained the extras on how to use the transporter in the original series? Oh, did I didn't know that. Yeah, actually she trained them how to use the console, so it actually looked proper. Like actually, well, like it was just... real. Was that in these um, autobiographies, sir? No, just around a bit of trivia I found somewhere. Oh, God knows how. You know. Oh, right. <laughs> oh fair enough. He collects it. I don't know. 
<laughs> some of those things that you just find interesting is kind of oh okay yeah you, know, you get more get more about get more about the character a bit more about the actor than you you think so you've kind of you must know that properly instead of just making up as you go along yeah and another another very much a common trope as well and this is not what i got from here though i dare say it's probably on the website is a hybrids so you know for example spot you know half human half vulcan or belana mm. torres half klingon half human you know and all this idea of like um <clears throat> relationships that are hybrids so like you know tom and belana or chip and Tapal. so mm. hybrids is again i suppose quite a common trope as well in star trek well it's the you have the non-human don't you on the bridge crew that's sort mm. of the thing you they you're always going to have one yeah so, so. It's, yeah um a villain named ZRG, so Klingons, Kazan, and the Borg. So you, they all have those names in there somewhere. So you've got like Kang, Kor, Koloth, Kalos, Crew, Kla, Gorkon, Kronos. Yeah. They've all got those um, letters in it. So you kind of represents that they might be bad, but might not be later <laughs> on. <laughs> It's like um, it's like Vulcan names as well. A lot of them um, sort of begin with P. A lot of them the Vulcan names, didn't they? That's, I suppose that's another common trope as well to add to what you just said. So, and they also have um, different species have their own Bibles, as it were. So uh, the teachings of Sarak, you had Falls of Acquisition, um, and you've got what gangs of the twentieth century for piece of action they've all got borrowed bibles yeah. which they all live by which it's like what jamie was saying about the um uh, well not what i was about to say the code of conduct that's completely wrong the, the uh, prime, prime directive. directive thank you uh, <laughs> that is that is itself a bible that is itself a trope yeah that would be that would be yeah that would be obviously the federation's trope the prime directive or humans or whatever federation like federation so yeah Sarah, what about you? What have you... Well, um... <laughs> I, I, You've been quite quiet. <laughs> I couldn't get a word in edgeways. <laughs> um, no. A, a couple of things sort of came up. Um, you were talking about, like, the phases earlier. So set phases to stun. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. kind of a Very bit, good. you know, that gets said. And um, talking about the holodeck, I was thinking about kind of the trans border element and how often these things go wrong you know so it's almost like you know the, the technology is going wrong like the, the, the hol- oh, holodeck so accidents or teleporter accidents and you know at one point the holodeck seems to get a mind of its own and you know it's quite yeah. exciting so you've got a while <laughs> for that to happen <clears throat> no no when um minuet appeared that sort of well, that, was, that was one wasn't it and the, Mori- by the um... and the moriarty I know there were reasonings behind it, but it's like when the, you know, just, when this amazing technology is working s- against them, sort of thing. Just wait until you get to season seven, then you'll see what I mean. Okay. There's, a, there's an episode where that it really is, um, where the ship's creating a, a life form of its own, the holodecks. Oh, sounds I mean, good. The holodecks are quite a good <laughs> example because it's almost like a trope within a trope, if Ooh. that makes any sense. 
I know you get you get a bit cross, don't you, Phil? Because it's like you know these amazing ships. They're like the height of technology, and they keep going wrong. It's (laughs) particularly the holodecks. Why the holodecks? What's the spot? You know. (laughs) You know, if there's a holodeck episode, you know it's never going to go wrong because otherwise it'll be just boring. It will just be someone going around going, "I want to go to the beach." Yeah, I'll see what you mean, Phil. Oh no, there's a shark. Oh no, everyone's going to (laughs) die. I see what you mean now. We're in a trope. Instead of putting. Sh- um, nice shiny wave. I put nice shiny shark. <laughs> well, I don't know. Trope within mm. a trope. Holodeck and a holodeck malfunction within That's a holodeck. That's what I mean. Yeah, trope within yeah. a trope. A really... Yeah. Um, oh, I've another... another one. So go for it, Sarah. <laughs> what, what Live long got? and prosper. Oh. Yes. Yes. Did yes. I just steal somebody's? <laughs> no, no. I did, do you know that didn't even <laughs> yeah. cross my mind at all? But that's Plus... right. That, that's the that's the sort of thing that they yeah. mean, right? Yeah. Oh. That's exactly it. Look at me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should have thought of live long and prosper. Yeah, because <laughs> people say that, don't they? In yeah. you know, in 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 life, it's it is as well. It, it's a lifetime trope. Yeah. Yes. Um, another good one, actually, that Sai you actually well inadvertently brought up in season one with you was the insane admiral. That that happens far too often. There's yeah. always an insane. <laughs> you you know that when they get to that stage, that they, you know there's a high likelihood that they're going to be insane. <laughs> Well, really point, just... I mean, all the admirals seem to be what in their sixties, seventies, eighties. They're they're going see now by the time they've actually been promoted. Yeah, yeah. We'll just let, let, let yeah, well done, Beverly. Just let this insane admiral just go around and do whatever he likes. Why? Rock why up. do you think most wars happen? It's all yeah. eccentric admirals going. I want a war. I worked for this. Where's my war? The back to the glory days. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, you said you got well, the that's, that's um into darkness all over, isn't it, Phil? Yes, it is. Yes. Got an insane map. Really I nice. want a ward. Oh. I'm going to get one. Linking nicely into Khan tropes. Yes, Phil. Go on. <laughs> You've been saying what to say that. Khan! Khan! <laughs> well done, Phil. Let's deafen every Sorry. And, fan and... that we've got that might still be here now. <laughs> and recommend someone. Um, one of the main characters dying but not dying, sorry, spoilers, in a Star Trek film is a trope, if you think about it. Yeah, apart from, yeah. When, they kill it, when, uh, apart from when they do actually kill a character. No, I meant more like because um, Spock dies. But doesn't. But doesn't. And then Kirk dies, but doesn't. But doesn't. <laughs> so that is a trope. Within a timeline shifting trope, it dies in generations. Oh no! Oh no! We've got time. We we haven't looked at at time tropes. Oh, Phil! Phil, you should have remembered. It's your favourite film, Phil. You should have remembered that. I know. I know. Call it a reverse home. Call it a reverse homage trope. Then there you go. So reverse homage trope using time distortion and then getting into the DeLorean. There's no time to talk about time. (laughs) It's getting very, very, you know, technical now. It's getting very tropey, isn't it? Technobabble. Very, 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 Technobabble. Yes. <laughs> oh, I like this one. The screen shake. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That's good. That's good. I saw, I saw a video of Jerry Ryan doing that with someone recently, you know, like how they... I think it was Will Wheaton, actually. Was it Jerry Ryan and Well, there's a, there's a gif going around at the moment. And it, yeah. So what it really is. And, you see, and like... Um, yeah, there is. I think that's what was, Phil's brother-in-law sent it to us and I sat there I'm going, now, yeah, I, I know, I know. That's how they've done it since the original series. It's kind of, and he, he put, 
it doesn't it spoil the illusion? It's no. kind of um, well, no, because it's it's uh, science fiction. It's not real in the first <laughs> instance. <so laughs> that... You see, shaky cam can be effective at certain times, but a lot of the time, it's when when they overindulge it too much, you just can't see anything on the screen. It's just like yeah, well. it's... No. Not real, so... My father-in-law gets really cross with modern movies because the camera shoots around so much. Yes. Sort of like, he's like, I can't keep up with it. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, and... Um... I shared it to you, Sarah, by the way. Maybe. Oh, thank you. I did just see you taking the post. <laughs> yeah, so, so, certain directors are notorious for using shaky cam and it, I don't know why they use it. I Sometimes really don't it know. it can be a bit much. But it's more like the actors, like, you know, when they have to sort of, you know, they, they all sort of lean the same way at the same time. That's quite funny. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it is, if, if you've got a shaky cam, if you can't see anything happening on the screen, how are you meant to enjoy the movie? Yeah. That's, that's, that's the way I look at it, but that's another thing altogether, so... That's <laughs> <laughs> a personal bugbear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are um, a lot of tropes on this website. There are. Yeah, there, there is a lot. lot. Of there is a lot. I think the, we're, all, we're all sort of reading the similar ones, but... We're just gonna we're gonna touch the surface. It just means that other people can go on there and have a look through thoroughly. It's a really good website. Really good. Well, I've really I've got the thing is I didn't get pointed out at the beginning is I didn't I I can't really take full responsibility for the episode idea. I got this idea from another podcast I listened to, so <gasps> you I can't stole their idea. Well, they're not Star Trek, so hey. Oh, that's okay then. Ah, oh, there you go. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we made it Trek. It's it's, it's cool. It's fine. <laughs> I actually, it's really interesting at the at the beginning before it gets onto the tropes bit. It's um, it talks about the series predicted, possibly inspired, um, the PC, tablet, automatic doors, cell phones, um, natural language, and then goes on to say how how the first African American woman in space was inspired by Nichelle Nichols, which. You know that. It, I don't know if that's a trope, or you'd call that a trope. Are you, are you, you know, saying it, that the, the, the technology spawned out of Star Trek. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's come a, from Star Trek. It's an evolution trope. Yeah. As, as I seem to be doing trivia tonight, did you know that, <laughs> that I think the first African American uh, astronaut, I think it might be the right one, she actually turns up in a Star Trek episode. Ooh, quite possibly. Quite she possibly. does. I know she does. Michelle Nichols had a lot to do with it, didn't she? She turns up as a transporter operator in an episode called uh, Pegasus. Wow, look at you. So if you look out for her, you can go, oh, she's an astronaut. Mm. Because they had like everyone going there. They had like Stephen Hawking there. I was going to say that's another thing, isn't it? And I think that happens with a lot of shows when you can go back and spot actors that have then become famous for other things like Kim Cattrall or um, Kirsty Alley, Christian Slater we said about earlier, you, you don't realise looking back, oh my god, that's that person. Kirsten like Dunst 15 as well. Years, you know, 15 years earlier, it's, it's, you know, it's good. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst as well. Really? She was in it when she was really, really young. Yeah, that's the season seven, Jeremy, or six? I think that's seven. Seven, because oh. that's Dark Page. So it's look out for her and you'll go, oh my god, that's Kirsten Dunst. Dunst. Oh my yeah. god! Interesting. <laughs> Not to say, just really old people in Easter going really. I I, <laughs> I rewatched um, Galaxy Quest a few weeks back, and I noticed that Daniel's Enterprise is in it as one of the aliens, and so is Head from Scrubs in it. Oh, is he? Both as aliens, yeah. And you they, just, going, they just always look so much younger, don't they? <laughs> and you just sit there going, "How the hell did I miss that before?" 
But again, if you were you weren't to know the actor as much as you did then, come to look that's at them. it, isn't it? It's looking back, isn't it? For example, I keep seeing the um, I can't remember his name, but there's a guy in True Blood, the, the young dumb guy who's the um, main girl, main girl's uh, Suki's uh, brother. I can't remember him, but I've seen him in loads of films since watching True Blood, and they're like, "Oh, it's you!" Oh, Ryan Quentin or something, Quentin, something like that. He's from Home and Away. <laughs> something Stackhouse. I can't remember his uh, Jason. Jason. Yes. That's a good try. That's the character. Yeah. 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 Any other things? Uh, there's got loads. Uh, got... Yeah, there's loads. There's loads. I mean, wolf <laughs> um, tropes are brilliant as well. Wolf's just doing his whole. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one that I've come up with, Wolf trying to kill himself. Yes, Ooh. always, always. Or Jordy <laughs> being in, unlucky in love. <laughs> data, data missing the point of the jokes. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's another good one. <laughs> or Wesley being bloody annoying. Or Wesley, Wesley saving or... the day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wesley saving the day. It happens throughout the entire season one. <laughs> yeah. Which that is a bit odd, really. But that yeah. will go down that, as he goes off to the academy. That will... oh, I miss Wesley. <laughs> I never no, thought I'd like say Wesley. that. Well, put it this way, Phil. When you go up to where Sarah is, you'll be very happy then. Yeah. Wesley's oh. not in it as much. Luxana Troy. She's got to be a trope in herself. Well, she appears in all the series. Yeah. yeah. She, and it's um, always it, it's always to brighten it up. You know it's going to be quite funny an episode if she's in it. Major Barrett's the voice of the commuter in every series. Yes. yes. I was just yes. about to say Jean Roddenberry's wife is a trope. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's a good one for the voice. In her own ever. right. This one's a funny one. Drink order. Picard, Tola, yeah. Grey Hot. Cisco, one rep, you know, with a... Jean Pill, Jamey Coffee Black, <laughs> Chocolate, O'Brien, Coffee, Jamey can blend, Double Sweet, Double Strong, Rom, Snail Juice, Extra Shells, uh, Bashir, Red Leaf Tea, and Wolf. Guess what? I wonder what it could be. Prune Juice. Oh, gee, yes. I was say, prune juice. Yes. <laughs> they always drink the same things. Another good one is the time place. So, the, the what now? The Time Police, so the Federation of the 29th Century and Daniel's Faction from the 31st Century in Enterprise. They actually build on that sort of thing in um, South Trek Online. Yeah. They're and actually... also, yeah. What, what's also brilliantly called in Voyager as the Janeway Factor when it comes to time. Always screwing it up, always breaking mood. <laughs> which Captain Braxton absolutely hated. <laughs> I think Scotty has some of the best tropes. And I think that one of the best episodes I've seen is when Scotty in... No, let me get there. Relics. Yes. Relics when Scotty meets Geordie. And he goes on... Don't tell him when you can do it. Just say, you know, it's going to be hours. Because then if you do it within half an hour, he thinks you're brilliant. Yeah. That in itself is a brilliant trope. Yes. <laughs> Bones is very much a trope as well, isn't he? All his little and, quips, yeah. Yeah, and the way he is. And Carl Urban does, really does him justice, I think, in the new movies. It's that I'm a doctor, not a something, isn't it? It's that sort of um, God, man, catchphrase, doctor, isn't it? A, um... Oh, I've got a really good question for you guys. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, so what tropes <laughs> do you think will be in the new series? What do you think they'll pull out the bag for the new series? Do you think they'll be oh, in got, bit, they'll got this asked by um, Stephen, didn't we? We've got the same sort of thing. What's going to happen? Oh, sorry. We, we my my, my no, question's um, passe. No, no, no. It's, 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 <laughs> that's well, fine. Don't Bones worry. is definitely going to have a lot of sayings, I think. I think a lot of the last are going to be from him, considering the advert we've seen. 
Everyone, well, we Sarah's asking about the series. The series, yeah, not, the not new the series, film. not the film. Series, the new new <laughs> series. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? What do you think? Because I, I don't know. We we'll have to see what they say. What? Um, what what's well, I guess village, yeah, is it? We. I was going to say we don't know because you you would think the prime directive, but I haven't seen it. But I'm guessing that didn't come up quite so much in DS9 because they weren't meeting so many new species and things like that so is, is the prime directive not as big a factor in ds9 or is it just as big in ds9 i think it is in a different way isn't it it's um because because you're you're seeing you know it's just as bad because you're seeing there's a lot of politics aliens, isn't there no, you're not, they're coming to you mm. they're no too busy getting blown up by there's a lot of dominion politics. to so really think I would, about it i would think possibly the prime directive would be a pretty big it's not in obviously still. an enterprise because obviously with enterprise the notion of prime directive didn't exist which mm. is actually quite refreshing actually it's like um i can't remember what the episode was is where archer goes to a planet and he's and sunk in the water supply and he ends up starting a gunfight in the middle of the street or something and it's quite cathartic this idea that he's not restrained by any notion of the prime directive but so, can you see where it stems from in enterprise can you can you see like the the need for them to create the Prime Directive. Oh, yeah, absolutely. From watching yeah. that, you know, it needed to yeah. be done sort of thing. Mm, absolutely. But that's a partly partly why I grew quite fond of Enterprise, because he said he didn't have a notion of the Prime Directive. So it was quite interesting seeing him go into these situations and seeing how it all turned out. Didn't mm. you know Captain Archer invented everything? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he did invent the Prime yeah. I guess, it would, I guess it would depend on what, you know, like people have talked about it being almost like set in an academy or something and then that's going to be a completely different dynamic whereas if it's on a starship in a in a you know sort of scene we recognize then some of the themes have got to be the same i would think but mm. it depends it's, whether they decide it's going to be abrams verse it's definitely going to be abrams yeah, verse i'm be, just not sure so you would have you where? would have the notion of the prime directive you probably would have some sort of notion of it somewhere i'd imagine I reckon that you you will probably see the five year mission. You'll probably see very. I reckon it's going to be very similar to original series, but with a different way of writing it for the modern century, so we can relate. That's what I reckon. Do you think we're yeah. getting to the point almost where we risk repeating? They risk repeating themselves too much. Well, they've already. They always have. They always have done, Sarah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because a yeah. lot of the a lot of the next generation episodes. As I've as I've joked many times TOS before, one. it's a uh, get an old script, change a few names, and you've got a whole new episode. Whereas so if it's... something like the yeah. new, like the, the the JJ films where they started when they were a bit younger, you know, like I, I quite like the idea of an academy sort of based show or something like that I think... or, and I know a lot of people don't like it but I really like the idea of Renegades I know I haven't yeah. seen it yet um, and, and everyone says it's quite dark and it's not very Star Trek but I like that idea you know. Sort of almost the before it became good. Idea. Yeah, I've um, I saw um, I think I saw Renegades actually. I saw, but well, that's actually quite good. I think Moff's quite impressive what they did. I, I was quite, say, I'm it. really excited to see it. I haven't seen it yet, and I'm, I'm kicking myself for it. Son, that's fan made. I, like, I thought it was quite good. You know, yeah, it was I like obviously... the idea that you know, in this perfect world, <laughs> not it was fan made, perfect. Wasn't it? It's fan funded. I fan funded. That's fan funded. But thank you. Um, but yeah, it's I like I like the idea that you know going to back to the, the world isn't that perfect. There's going to be shadows. There's going yeah. to be things going on behind the scenes that That's... don't quite fit. 
That's partly why I like... It's that reminder of making sure you know you're alive, because everything isn't brilliant. Yeah, yeah I mean, Sam it's... hates that idea. Sam, you know, she she just is totally absorbed with the Roddenberry utopia that he yeah. created. Um, and I, and think... I love that about her. She sees the good in everybody, but... Mm life's not like that the world's not like that and i kind of like seeing that darker side of it yeah i'm mean, I I, I, i'm really excited to see it i think that's obviously up uh, in simon and fear and simon will definitely know that's part that's partly why i like deep space nine so much because you get that darker more realistic aspect it's a bit grittier yeah, yeah. absolutely mm. you know which is which is not to say there's absolutely nothing wrong with with tos or tng absolutely not at all you know there's no there's nothing wrong with envisioning a future like that at all because it would be absolutely wonderful. If but it happens, as, definitely, yeah. As you, but as you say, Sarah, life is just not like that, unfortunately. No. no. So, but going no, back but to what you were this... saying about the, the the actual series, it's probably a good idea that they do repeat themselves, but do the it. The formula so, works. It, it does, but it's it, Star Trek has always mimicked what's going on in the real world. So, for example. I, Simon will give you much examples, but if there's a war going on, Star Trek has given you an example <laughs> for that. If that makes any sense, it relates into what's going on in the world. Yeah, if I that wonder. Makes any sense. I wonder if they'll. That there's there's this thing. I think I think the Trekkie girls have touched on it. That there's this thing about like big film stars going into TV series at the moment. That they're almost taking that step now, whereas it was the other way before. It was seen as a step backwards to go into a TV show. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, with the likes of True Detective. Yeah, it's like what they're um, all doing, and I wonder if that might be something. Maybe they'll get a couple of big names in, and maybe possible, that yeah. might be the poll. And then it won't matter if it's repeated because everybody's watching the big stars. I, I don't know. Mm. I'm very excited. <laughs> I think some TV series can actually be bigger than most films. In fairness, if you look at Lost nowadays, I mean, it's all about the whole Amazon Prime, Netflix. It's all about made-for-TV sort of like box set watching isn't yeah. it you binge yeah, watch you... these box sets of shows and what you were saying about you know the idea of sort of big actors and actresses you know big celebrities going from film to tv a good example of that is um claire danes she's now um yes won loads of awards for for homeland absolutely brilliant series yeah. which i'd recommend actually um yeah. so and you know the, um the one about the serial killer, the blacklist i can't think of his name <laughs> the black- Oh, James Spader. <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. he's, he's taken that step. And I'd say that's yeah. kind of what True Detective was based on. Mm. You know, these, these huge movie stars taking a step back. So maybe they might go down that route or maybe nice. it'll be completely... I think they've got to play it safe. Yeah, they probably will. I don't... Stick to the formula. Yeah. They've got to really play it safe because um, if on they such do the things the minute, that they've they... done, they could really upset everyone. Yeah, and it could be a, a Star Trek's first flop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, we know, we know what that's sort of like. I mean, just look at the reaction to the first Star Trek Beyond trailer. Look at the upset that caused, and that it was just a one-minute trailer. Out there, can't it's there? Stupid though, because it's literally like a, a one-minute thirty. That's the idea is to grab attention and make you talk about it. The, the, yeah. the, the, the film company has been very clever to make. The haters talk about it because in the way them talking about There's it makes no people talk about it. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Exactly. Yeah. 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 By the way, I see. Oh, that's a trope. Yes. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> see, she knows more than we do. Let's be we honest. Full Let's circle. Go we got this. I was going to say we've completely gone off point, haven't we? <laughs> off trope. Is anybody surprised? Off trope. <laughs> off trope no. Yeah. no, tangency. That's what we. That's what we are. Mm. So. No, um, I'm really excited about the new new series. And, oh, I can't wait. 
Um, another um, one I've just found here is um, touch telepathy. So the Vulcan mind meld that happens consistently throughout with Spock, um, with T- Tuvok, I think um, Topol as well, a couple of times. So the, my, the idea of sort of touch telepathy, Vulcan mind meld, that happens consistently throughout all Star Trek. So um, Dagger of the Minds, um, the Devil in the Dark. So Spock has to um, mind meld with the Hawk in order to communicate with it. Um, yeah, so yeah, there's um, quite a lot of that as well that happens in in Star Trek as well. Just another common example of a trope. Mm. Trope. Trope. <laughs> Is also um, the connecting Star Trek games more of a trope as well. So the continuation of the Star Trek games, like each game is the effect is a trope of the one before that just makes it better. Or am I really sort of twisting that one? I'm not sure what you mean, <laughs> Phil. I would argue, I would argue maybe like the continuation of the Star Trek universe. I would argue that could be a trope because if you think of like all the books that have been written after the series are finished, all the that, that's fan... true about most things, isn't it? Like um, yeah. most fan fiction. And, and things like that, the, the, the fans keep it going outside of... Yeah, so I, I, I say that the, that the continuation of the Star Trek universe, you could say that's a trope for that aspect. So say fan fiction, or you, you can even say Star Trek Online as well, you know, going into the 25th century. Becomes bigger, so, doesn't it? Bigger yeah. and, you know, expands beyond what they've put in front of you sort of thing. Yeah. So nice. um, also another good one is Trouble from the Past. So, like the eugenics wards, um, the sanctuary districts in um, Deep Space Nine, where Bashir and Bashir and Cisco go back to, um, oh blimey! What time paradoxes with uh, past tense? Yeah, that's it. We're going Thanks time tropes again, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, like Tash- when Tashiar comes back, but not back. Yesterday's Sheila. Enterprise. Yes. Yeah. No, so, yesterday's uh, Enterprise. Yes. Yeah, her and her daughter Sheila. Have I met her daughter yet? What did you think of that episode, Sarah? A bit random, but hey. What, Yesterday's yes. Enterprise? Yeah. Oh, it's one of my favourites. Mm. I think I picked it as my favourite from season... What is it, three? Two? I think it was two, season, two? Fr- season three, wasn't three. it? Sorry? Yeah, it's one of my favourite episodes. Mm. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I caught, I I just, a bit of a random thought, just because I just wondered what you thought of it. So. Yeah, no, I did. I really. I think I picked it as my favourite episode of that season. Mm. It's yeah. br- brilliant. I said any... any does Tasha Yard justice, you know, because obviously the way she, she went was out... She was gone too soon, definitely. Yeah, she and was I think gone they, too soon. And I think the way they sort of revert, reversed that sort of, oh, she just died a meaningless death. I think in this timeline it actually had a purpose, you know. Mm. She, I think she even says in the episode, oh, I, you know, I heard about my death in the other timeline. It sounded meaningless. I didn't like the sound of that. So Yeah, it was plausible, though. It wasn't... Oh yeah, of course. It, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't like. I mean, there's this the really funny thing. You guys have probably never watched it, but you know, in like 20 years ago, Dallas, one of the characters was shot and died. Shot and then, no, 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 Bobby. And then, like two years later, oh, he just appeared in the shower, and it was all a dream. Yeah. And oh, it was God. like that's just not plausible. Two years later, oh, I can't yeah, stand things it's like just, that. But I tell you, I can't stand when they jump ahead in TV shows like five years it's like they've just got bored of writing that timeline so just jump ahead five years the only one that i'm that's that's doing it at the moment but it's working because they keep jumping forward and back is the vampire diaries they've done it in that but you see snippets of the future but then they explain how they got there 
Whereas in some shows, they just jump five years ahead and mm. you're just supposed to accept it. And I hate it when they do that. It's like, you just yeah, popped like, out. Mm. You know, I hate it. Because it's almost like you've got to start again with the characters because their character development, everything Yeah, you changed. just feel like you've, you know, you've not done it justice. It's just, I, oh, don't like it. Another popular trope I just thought of, the reset switch. Star <laughs> Trek. <laughs> like you yeah, like Year of Hell, um, Twilight in Enterprise. There's probably a few others as well. The recent yeah, a few switch. more that Phil and Sarah haven't, uh, Sarah haven't seen. Yeah, it's all right. I'm not saying what the plot was, <laughs> yeah, am I? I'm just about saying... To take a <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying what the plot is. I'm just saying... I'm just giving the examples episodes, of the names of the episodes. I, I, so. I'll earmark them for I'm not. Reference. I'm not giving away any... I'm not saying what the plot is. Or it's, just, it's just them what going... What's what about those episodes? Well, to be to be fair, anyway, by the time they get around to watching, they probably would have forgot that we talked about it anyway. Yeah. Quite possibly. So. But that's true in, in in a bit in real life, isn't it? Where you know, if something's if something's not working, like your computer, just to turn it back off, turn it off, and just turn yeah. it back on again. You know, if, if all else fails, turn it off and turn it back on again. It'll work. Ethically, <laughs> happens with my computer. Literally, it does. You know, if your phone stops working, just turn it off, take the battery out, then put it all back together again. <laughs> 90% of the time it fixes the problem. Or Control-Alt-Delete trope. Exactly. Or just, yeah. or just give, it a, or give it a good whack. There you go. Would... Kick it, yeah. Yeah. Geordie <laughs> yeah. being unlucky in love is another one. Did I say that earlier? You did, so, but yeah. I don't think you spoke about it. Oh, yeah. Poor Geordie. That, I love that... Geordie. Does he literally never find a girlfriend then? No, I mean... I don't know why. It's just a couple... He did have oh, a couple... Yes. Yeah. Simple answer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. He did have a couple. He did have a couple of romantic relationships, but they just of, didn't really go anywhere. Sorry, I, I thought, thought his most a dog romantic relationship was Data, wasn't it? Hmm? <laughs> Is that your dog, Sarah? Yeah. Sorry, Bailey was trying to join in the conversation. It's all right. Was... Um, we never had. We've never had an animal guest on before. Yeah. First. Wow. He's 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 glad to have participated. <laughs> Yes. He's decided it's all too much effort now and gone back again. <laughs> what yeah. about Q as a trope? What in what sense? What that he appears or Yeah, he appears. He is a trope. Q? You know when he turns up he's wrong, he's gonna cause mischief, and he's gonna cause himself to be wrong and humans Who's... are gonna be better. Who's Hugh? Q. Q. Oh Q, I thought you said Hugh, I thought you were talking about Sam's baby. Is he in it? <laughs> the cause the cause is having out your ears, love. Q is definitely, yeah, Q is a trope. Causes havoc trope. Yeah. Yes. Again, a bit like the Baxter Shore, you know it's going to be a good episode <laughs> if Q's in it. Uh, I still hate him at the moment. Oh, no, you'll love him. You'll like, you end up liking Q. I was just yeah. to the point where he's just wrong all the time and he's just an idiot. He's like, I'm playing God and I know what's better. No, he's, he's like just a child, humans, isn't he? Isn't it? He's yeah. like humans, like, uh, I try, trying to play them. God and trying to help the world. They're always going to fail. Just wait until Cupid. I think you'll like that. I think you'll find that fun. Is that the one I've seen? I've seen Cupid, haven't I? Yeah. It's a Robin Hood one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Um, another good, another good trope. Um, Q always. Look at Jamie. Does... He keeps bringing us back. <laughs> to point. Isn't, isn't he doing well? Back to the episode. <laughs> Sorry. Wolf, Wolf getting annoyed trope that happens a lot, particularly with Q. Said that. It's... Wolf being put oh. down, isn't it? Where he kind of being yeah. told no. That's what... <laughs> what about Wolf being a bad fighter, considering he's a Cleon trope? I mean, he doesn't fight. He's crap. 
<laughs> you got to feel sorry for his poor security guards who he sends in first. Yeah, like him in Q, <laughs> in Q who. When, when, when the um, Borg arrive. The only time I've, uh, time I've seen Worf fight really well is a, a random DS9 episode I saw when the Klingons attack. What, the, where's uh, the warrior? Yeah, and he's sitting there, doof, 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 and he kills like about six or seven at once. Just like, Brilliant all episode. These really cool things at the back there, and you think, why were you not like that before? <laughs> why have you never, ever been like that before? Because like, I remember an episode where the, he just gets surrounded by Borg. He's useless. I mean, Bakalif, Borg, best weapon ever. Done. <laughs> ah, there's another trope. Not using a um, not using a non-phaser against the Borg trope. Why don't they just get a shovel and just go doof? Yes. Every time. Done. Back them over the Adapt edge. to this, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> With a machete, just cut the heads off. All right, calm down. I was being... This is bad <laughs> yeah, lop them off. Off with their heads. Okay, explain this one to me. I don't understand this one. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, super weight. And it's got types of people. So type 0, type 1, type 2, type 3, up to type 6. I, and I think I understand that. where it's going. So type six, super weight it is. Type six is the Q continuum, the guardian of forever, the Dowd. So they're like the godlike entities, I suppose. Yeah. But I feel quite bad because you've got like Jake, Cisco, Barkley, Kes, Neelix and the Ferengi as type <laughs> zero. <laughs> so basically they're like, you know, the lowest of the low. <laughs> That's no good. That's no good. I think I'm getting it as I read it now. And then it goes on to the Starfleet officers, Klingons, Romulans. Then the Vulcans and Spock are a little bit, you know, seven of nine. She's a bit better. Then to Data and the androids. Oh, I get it now. Now I'm losing <laughs> it. Now I've answered my own question. Thanks for your help, guys. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Moving swiftly onwards. What about triple tropes? <gasps> triple tropes. Because it's a TT, but because a triple is a triple of itself of a trope. So a triple trope makes a a, a triple makes a triple, which is a trope, <laughs> who then has millions of triples in them, which are millions of trope triples. So it's triple trope, triple trope, triple trope, triple trope, triple trope, 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 all the way through. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Phil. Triple trope. Hashtag a, 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 a triple is a trope in itself. Yes. We can make that trending or not. Just the way you explain that, I'm thinking, okay. That's triple trope. Triple tropes. We're, we're doing, we're doing... A, a trope is a continuous thing. Tribbles. Well, we're doing, we're doing, like a, we're doing a triple trope, aren't we? Trilogy. Triple trope trilogy, aren't we? Oh no, not the TTT. <laughs> <laughs> Simon's gone five hours later. And <laughs> you finished. <laughs> yeah. I actually would love someone to count the amount of times we said triple tropes there. Too like five, many. Pull up five billion Simon's times. lost the wheel. He's just lost the wheel. Simon, whenever, do you have any more triple tropes? Just whenever they get on these things, it's like, oh my God. God, I've lost them for another 10 minutes. Yeah, it's just, you know. Just tell me when they're finished. <laughs> it happens every now and then. I just say, right, that's it, I've lost them. I'm going to just... Time for us to go and make a cup of tea. <laughs> we'll come back and then they'll be ready. What about triple tropes on a Klingon ship? Yeah, Phil, yeah. Oh, God, Phil. What about transporters? One of the Vegas yeah. inventions of uh, Star on Star Trek, where they are... Uh, 
a solution to some things and then cause havoc in another. See, the ship's going wrong again. <laughs> yep. I've got another one. Barkley always afraid of literally everything. That's another one. He's afraid yeah, of I've, I've watched Realm of Pharaoh less, so I know exactly what you're on about. Yeah. Transports He's um, Barkley scared of everything. He's trans transporter phobia. phobia. Yeah. He's holodicted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trouble interacting with the crew as well. So he's he's, he's not very confident about himself. Oh, no self esteem. He has he's got a cat awesome. though. He has got a cat. Yes. But Barkley. Yeah, called Neelix. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Do you know what I was just about to say? Neelix is a trope as well. Neelix knowing someone. All of the characters are tropes, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, in their own like Tuvok, they're all they're all tropes. Guinan, they're like the psychic one. So you oh. know someone that knows that something's not quite right. Guinan. Yeah. Um, good example because I actually rewatched Q Who the other day when Picard's taken off the ship and she know she know she doesn't know he's gone, but she just senses that something's not right. She's awesome. She is. And the thing is, you never actually found out really much about it, but that was a good thing because they, the fact that they kept her so mysterious, like exactly who she was or what, or. Yeah, definitely. You know. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. What about <clears throat> Diana, first series, Diana? Diana. Diana, thank you. It's like trying to tell um, Zeph from Cochrane. So, no, it's Diana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's the. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh no, I feel pain. <laughs> Again, she does actually do a bit of counselling a bit later on mm. in the series, so she does actually do her job. I know, I know. Just a thing at the beginning. Well, to be fair, the first couple of seasons, I had writer strike, so it's not like that she was yes. all written. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, I know she was badly written in the beginning, and yeah, it was just kind of, let's say, bleeding obvious, but some, you do get characters being stupid to work for that plot, for the plot of the episode. Mm. They all do it. Yeah, fair enough. Another um, trope is love is in the air. So, you know, romance stories, that was several episodes for a different series. Oh, season three, TNG, that was just, it was all about the love in, in, in <laughs> season three. It would help me, yeah. Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, it would... Was it season three? Because you had you had the one where um, that was all. My Geordie had the date with the girl that just blatantly knocked him back. Oh, Christy, Christy, in yeah. uh, Transfigurations. Yes, Sender three. No, 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 no. What's yeah. the what's the one? The Abrams. It's got a really funny title. I can't remember. Oh, booby trap. Yeah. <laughs> trap. Yes, yeah. Booby Trust trap. the city to come up with it. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's Christy. You guys and haven't read my. Abrams. You guys haven't read my season three review. You'd know if you'd read my season three review because I talked about this. Uh, but you've got like Riker and Troy on the planet, and Luaxana crashes their date. Measure Troy. Yeah, yeah, I did read it. It's just been quite a while since it, it has actually. Out. It's taken me like a year to watch season four. I don't know what's happened to me. I really need to get back oh, into did, it. Did you? Sorry, so did you love the um the bit um where Picard declares his love for Axana on the view screen in that episode in Menazza Troy? Oh, it's just hilarious. <laughs> it is just so funny. So so funny. She totally got her way. Yeah. Totally got her way. <laughs> yes, definitely. There was more as well. Oh, because that was all my Beverly. Beverly fell in love with the transfigurations. The, I think the sh- yeah, the shiny white man. That's a really. <laughs> I, I really like the episode for that reason. Actually, 
just thought of it. Damn it, man, I'm a doctor, not a physician. Sorry. Karen. Yes, <laughs> that's a good one. A Sorry, good I was just uh, just, just random thing. <laughs> Random phrase from Doctor McCoy. It was we're talking about lovers in the air like, trope. I'm just, sorry, it just suddenly popped in the head, and I was like, just like half an sorry. hour later, Phil, just kind of, oh, there's that as well. Doctor McCoy. Decided to go back to the topic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, another, another. Who, who was the pointy-eared? But I won't be, I won't be swearing. <laughs> Phil, you already have. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. You already did, just Phil. I did, Phil. Don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> um, also with Love and Air, you also got um, Picard and uh, Lieutenant oh, what's her name Darren the one, Lieutenant Darren thank you Si from Lessons that's another example one of my favourite Star Trek episodes Nina Darren which which series is that have I seen that no you wouldn't have seen seven six six which is the one where they go to Risa Captain's Holiday it's three that's three yeah. or two yes I see three. that was yeah, Love uh, Yep, that Vash. was love as well, yeah. Vash with a rash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's a that's another example as well. And, you know. A good example is the opening <laughs> um the opening scene for any episode in the series. To go boldly go where no one has gone before. <laughs> the credits. The credits. They're always the same. You always see the names pop up. It's the same it's the same music. That in its sense is a trope itself. Yes. Alright, Phil, yes. Though, oh, come on, how's that not a trope? <laughs> it's a thing that just happens. It's just yeah, the opening credits. The it's, the, it's the same. It's the same as Picard, uh, Picard going in game. It Picard. does change, doesn't it? It does change from two to three. The does opening credits are different five as well. In yeah. Oh, oh, haven't got there yet. Ooh. And uh, DS Nine changes when they get the Defiant. Yes. Voyager doesn't. Neither does. Oh, Enterprise does. Enterprise does. Voyager doesn't. No, Voyager doesn't. Voyager says the same thing. Yes, does it. Thanks. So I feel no worries. Dad, we can help out. (laughs) (laughs) To boldly go where no one has gone before, though. That's right. Um, Got enough on here. Interdimensional travel device. We can't bother, so let's just make up some crap technobabble that will get us from point A to point B. Oh, I saw that somewhere. I saw um, it made me think technology porn. That is, you know, when they... (laughs) Sarah, just... you're not doing any favours against your... Um... No, I know. You know, it's, <laughs> I was actually going to mention about the one you just brought mm, up earlier, Internet. Sarah, but I didn't want to drop myself <laughs> in it, and I'm glad I didn't. What's that? Uh, the technology porn. I was, technology I saw porn. It, but it's I was when they, they earlier, go all, all, you know, we... Um, Sam and Caroline, the other day, we were watching The X-Files, and uh, we tried to... Well, we decided to make it a drinking game, as you do. <laughs> Good. And yeah. one, of, one of the things me. was when Scully goes off on one of her you know, big old scientific rants. And it's the same with things like Star Trek that, you know, they you know, they, they suddenly go into this like techno babble sort of thing. So that's quite tropey. One, one <laughs> game I saw going on for drinking games, but it was if you put a um, Christmas hat in the side of your telly and every time a character wears the Christmas hat, you I can take a drink. I saw that. That's funny. That is, that's brilliant. hilarious. That's with Star good... Trek, it's actually really quite dangerous because they do have a lot of shots where it comes out Forward. <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> what about um, the Star Trek spin-off uh, songs that that come up? So for it's Life, Jim, but, but, uh, not, but as not as we know, we know it. it, or um, Klingons under starboard bow, starboard bow, starboard bow. You know that, that sort of thing. I think that's funny. 
It's a funny trope. It's a funny okay, Phil. Thing. If that's what about our, well, if that's a trope, then would let's go around the Enterprise. Let's yeah, go let's round go, and yeah, round. Yeah, that's a trope that me and you have created. That's yeah. our own little personal trope. It's a PT for 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 um, Star Trek um, the motion picture. Yeah, let's the only way me and Jamie can get through watching that film is by going, "Let's go around the Enterprise, Enterprise, Enterprise." It takes like half the film to do it. Yeah, the yeah. Motionless bit, yeah. No. Well, but yeah, but you know, d- despite that, you know, we know obviously there there was a reason why they did it that way because they said they wanted to shove the effects and they've been such. A, was it you said so? It's been such a long time since Star Trek. It's the first come time we've seen Enterprise since it's been refitted since the end of the series. So yeah, yeah. You, so it was a, a kind of oh my god, that's what they've done to Enterprise. Oh blimey, it's a bit like. Um, but for a new fan watching it for the first time, you're like. Uh, uh, I mean, what what happened? Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's true, Phil. But there are some quite nice shots in there. So. No, but can you imagine seeing that in the cinema at the time? How it much would have been very. Would have, it would have been very exciting. I suppose, yeah. It would have been. Yeah. Very Kenny, you're looking back in hindsight. That's what I have to say to you. Yeah, true. And to be fair, the whole reason that film was done is because Phase Two didn't get off the ground, so you kind of had to go, "Oh crap! What do we do instead? Let's make a film." So you got this kind <laughs> of. You got the film that you get. And actually, they got better from there, Robin Woods, didn't they? Phase two meant that there's an awful lot that went into next gen, which we'll probably talk about in season two. Awful yeah. lot of stuff that was in phase two ended up in next gen. That's right, it did, didn't it? Yeah. Which Partly because incredible. of the writer's strike, I, I presume. Yeah. Because the, the mm. material was already there. But like I say, we'll talk about that later in the year, so I won't talk too yes, much about it. Yes, good God, let's not talk about season two now. <laughs> <laughs> We can, That's we, can for always, we can always do it as a two-parter. <laughs> Just roll on to it. <laughs> what, what about um, fame? I know we said about f- uh, phrases and sayings being tropes, for example, with a line must be, not, not, yeah, line must be drawn here no further. What about famous sayings like um, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the, f- uh, of the few? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Famous things that, like that, because that, that, that comes up as well, because it comes up outside of Star Trek. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm glad people agree with that. That's obvious one, Phil, but yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, Phil, bless you. I thought I was saying brilliant. Everyone's just like, yep. <laughs> it's kind of an obvious one, Phil, but yeah, right. it is one. It is one. Well done. The, um, command it's obvious enough that we, 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 we're 40 minutes in here and no one else thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> so there. Yeah. How about, how about, how about Riker seeing a female at the start, a, a relatively good looking female at the start of the, of the series or the episode and you know they're going to get together. Yeah, yeah I was going to the... say that with Riker earlier, just Riker being a sleazebag. Well, if you're going to talk about Riker, you've got to talk about uh, Kirk. I was just going to say, yeah. I think Kirk should get the award for this one. Riker wasn't although, half, as bad, half although, as bad as Kirk in terms of getting Jamie, women. We have <laughs> got to point out that Riker did get with a species uh, with an alien that had no uh, gender. Yes, um, can't remember the name of the episode. Yeah, outcast. Thank you. Yes. So I've seen that yet? Have I? I don't think no, I've seen that. Not yet. yet. No. No. That's five. Is there? Is there a Riker? Or a Picard in every series. Like, I can't think of an Awkward obvious enough. one in Voyager. Yeah, I can't think of an obvious one in Voyager. 
Tom Paris. Tom, I was going to say maybe Tom Paris, although he marries Probably. the Bunner in the end. What about Enterprise and DS9? Is there that sort of character uh, in in the other two? Enterprise. DS9, is there? It, well, may, no, maybe it's the female version. Uh, well, there's Jadzia. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, Jadzia, yeah. Enterprise. I don't really, maybe Trip. That's a bit of a stretch, though. Not really. <laughs> it's not a stretch. You agree? Okay, trip. Yeah, okay. Not, no, not, re- not really. He's not. Re- you can't really put not them really, in the same boat. Really? No, so, not really. So, no. You can. It, it, like you've. I think you said in some hour in the correspondence you've had when you're doing um, TNG visited. There's only one Will Riker. Yeah. But he's very Picard. There's a lot of similarities between those two. Not Picard. Oh God, Kirk. There's a lot of similarities between Kirk and Riker. Hmm. It's almost like they wanted to continue that sort of character, but then thought maybe we should have a captain that isn't a sleazeball. Uh, maybe we should have a captain. I was going to say it's almost like um, it's almost like Picard and Riker make up Kirk. They separated yeah. the two personality traits out and made two characters yeah. out of the one because Kirk was a bit of a contradiction in himself, really, wasn't he? He was a bit of a bit of a sleaze bag, but yeah, I mean, got the, got the job done him. at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kirk had a woman literally, I say not literally every episode, but he did have, he did have a lot of women. Yes. He did have a lot of relationships. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I mean, I bet there were the, the odd few times where he did actually fall in love with a woman generally. Um, sit on the edge of forever. Um, oh, what's the, oh, trying to think about season three episode. Um, that narrows oh. it down. Uh, <laughs> I should know this. I've just watched where, it. Sorry, where he loses his um, memory. Where Kirk loses his memory. He falls Par- in love. Um, something syndrome. The paradise syndrome. I think that was it. Who that are we talking well. Kirk? Yeah, yeah. 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 No, so no. There, there were the odd times where Kirk was generally, generally in love with a woman. Um, but the times that he was, well... He, didn't end well. The rest of the time he was just a man whore. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. What about the, the word or the name, the naming of the ship Enterprise? Oh, yeah. that's a trope. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. most nope. of them centre around that, really, don't they? <laughs> and if you think about also the um, the, the real-life shuttle that was made off, uh, named off Enterprise as well. That was... And Enterprise in space. Plug, yeah. plug, plug, plug. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well done, Phil. Thank you. <laughs> and actually, if you think about it, conventions—if we're going to plug FCD—but um, conventions are, in a, in a way, a trope because we always go to them and they're similar. Yeah, they're FCD, and we've got. Destination Can I stuff. just say, building enterprise is a pain in the ass because I'm building one of those paper ones for FCD. Yeah, oh yeah, maybe you tell me that, Si. Oh, mighty! <laughs> having fun. Almost done it. It's taken me about a week. This is what mine right. looks like at the get moment. I couldn't get it out of here without it's, breaking it. Phil, it's a proper, <laughs> it's a proper uh, paper one. It's like fifty centimeters long. Oh, okay. It's Maybe a pretty house. <laughs> I won't be building anything like that anytime soon. Then. Me neither. No, I was going to put on Twitter. <laughs> you need like an engineering team to build the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> really Always count don't. all the number of windows, Si. That can be arranged. <laughs> no, Phil, not again. <laughs> you know I might do that and you might end up with that one day, so I, w- I wouldn't say that. For anyone wondering, go back to our Klingon episode. <laughs> That's where what we're talking about comes from. There you go, I've just made that a bit again. 
What, so, what about yes. car- um, different species within Star Trek? In a way, it's a trope of the fact that there's always a different species. You lose count of the the, the amount of species. You never really see the same one twice, apart from Vulcans and Klingons. It's like, oh, here's, this is a random Borg, person. This is Ferengi. a random person. This is a, yeah, but the Borg is a mixture of everyone, so it's kind of not a species. I suppose they are. Inter- no, that's quite an interesting point, actually, Phil. Quite, it's quite an interesting... Um, it baffles me a bit where the Borg came from. Sh- that's kind of a chicken and the egg kind of thing, isn't it? I think they came from... We actually discussed this, didn't we, in our um, fan panel at the Destination mm. Star Trek. It's a bit like Great. computers yeah. get their own I mean, sentient I think, being and, you yeah. know. I think the, I think the most... We, we ha- I, think, I think we actually mentioned it in the episode, uh, in the fan panel, was it originated somewhere in the Delta Quadrant like thousands of years ago, but no, but no one knows up, where. Didn't we come up with the idea that there was, the, there was a human that... Was or some sort of being produced the the Borg, not the Borg, but produced a computer to save them and go out and find and, and it has somewhere to be along something the lines, like that, doesn't it? It has to it's be been misconstrued. It has to be something like that where the, the technology's just mm. kind of outgrown, and that that's that's again that's a trope, isn't it? If you think about yeah. um, I Robot, the film with Will Will Smith, yeah, that's like that, isn't it? It's, it's where, and that's kind of a bit of a genuine concern for some people. It's like how much, you know... How much can we can rely it's, on it's these like machines? Big, big Brother is watching you. You know, they know yeah, everything I mean, about you. And at what point does that Skynet. become sort of... Yeah, you know, that's, that's quite scary. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I've always been of the opinion that we've gone too far with technology and we just keep going and going. And Jamie, just... Jamie, you cannot say you've gone too far with technology. No, I can't. That's you partly why I... <laughs> yes, precisely. Why do you think I'm so old school? That's why I think I we've suppose. gone too far with, with technology. Possib- possibly the Borg are one of the most, you know, out of all of the alien species, one of the most realistic. You could actually see yeah, yeah, that yeah. happening because they're not, from if, if, if that's how they came about, that's not technically an alien species that's, you know, you know evolved on a planet somewhere else. That's something that has been created somewhere along the line, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you know, and and possibly one of the most realistic alien species in Star Trek. Yeah, and if you you think... Yeah, truly believable. Sorry, Jack. Sorry. That scared me a little bit now. Oh, I'm going to have nightmares. (laughs) Well, it's also that that notion of, you know, I think the Borg... um, so they represent, as I said, as I said the, this idea of technology and the fact it's, it's, it's in a sense we created the ball because if you think about it, said their their technology. There's, there's something really interesting in the website that we're looking at. Oh, I've lost it now. Why is it gone? The trope thing? No, that's not it. Um, it's 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 basically kind of saying that the Borg. Um. Oh goodness, I've great. I've lost it now. Where's it gone? But that they're not actually. <laughs> they think they're doing the right thing. Yes, they yeah. think that they that assimilating other species is for their own good. Yeah. Whereas, um, like the the Klingons and the Romulans, they're a warring. So, you know, they want to conquer. So, yeah, are you why... looking at um, aliens are bastards bit? Is that what you're looking at? Where they say even the Borg aren't entirely evil. They believe they bring other species closer to perfection by... That's that's what I read. 
Yeah, that's what I read. And I think so that's why we come up with that idea that they've, they've maybe been programmed to, to help It's a bit us. sad because they think they think that's what we all want, you know. Why would you not want to be like me? I'm a Borg. Yeah, I mean, and it, it's safe. It's, <laughs> well, <laughs> let me get my list. But this, this idea of the Borg said being technology, it's sort of mirroring, you know, this idea that we, essentially we created the Borg because it said we create all these new technologies and the technologies become so advanced that it comes up with a life of its own. I said, that's partly why the Terminator films, I think, are so popular because, yeah. you know, this idea of creating technology to help us. That you can't control. Yeah, that, yeah. I think it's the human survival story as well, which like a Matrix, people love it because of that. Mm, yeah that's actually that's something that comes up in the in this tropes thing over and over again if you look up human it's it's all about we sort of think we're a little bit the center of the universe we're better than everybody else yeah i can't can't find it now no see i mean it's quite we're quite egotistical in that way i suppose yeah Yeah, but everything we do is about us let's be honest yeah humans are special (laughs) (laughs) humans are special humans are diplomats um, and it's that sort of, you know, humanity is the best thing in, in since sliced bread. Yeah, we created it. Yeah, just, but you know, what? not everybody wants to be like us. There's quite there's just so many tropes, isn't there? There's like there hundreds is. and hundreds. If you, in actually, here. if you actually start drilling down, you've got like main awesome characters, fan film. Fr- I was about to say fridges then, but that's wrong. Uh, <laughs> fridges? <laughs> fridges or frigid? <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's why I said, I realised, cheer jerkers as well. Yeah. Which I haven't actually clicked on yet, which I've just but literally done. This is a, it's, a really good, it's a really good website to use, you know. It's mm. just, I mean, you can spend it's, hours looking at it. It's a little bit like you You can, from the from the very opening sort of few minutes, you can tell what sort of episode it's going to be, i.e. by who's doing the voiceover. Is it Captain Picard? Is it you know, every now and then, like Crusher did one, I think, the other day? And also the music. Yeah. You think, oh, this is, you know, they're in trouble. This is we're in trouble music. Yeah. And so from from that very opening scene, <laughs> you know what the episode's going to be like. That's a trope in itself, <laughs> actually. It's trope music. Yeah. Trope music. The we're in trouble music. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I'd, I'd say when I was first watching through Starship, my reaction to a revelation of what the heck is going on, that's a trope in itself, I think. I was doing that a lot when Simon just got me into it, didn't, didn't I? So I was doing that a lot. So that's, that's a trope as well, you could say. <laughs> Doesn't happen now, though. So do you think def- we've covered enough or...? We've covered quite a bit, I think. I think we have. There's still loads more. I'm just looking at them. It's just, I think we should direct people to look at this website. I was going to say, we did say say this wouldn't turn into a four-hour episode. (laughs) (laughs) And now we start our episode. That's our season two review. Do review, thank you. Next in. Why don't we all hit one random trope and see what happens? Oh, my God, okay. Uh, All right. right, Uh, Where where is the button for it? Oh, we've we've got a new game site. <laughs> is it oh, is I'm it at the standard RPG items? Is it um, a button at the bottom in a blue box with dice saying trope? Yes, right. Standard okay. RPG oh, items. Feel free to sp- split parts of this article once. Oh, move on. That's boring. Jamie, no, Sarah. Where's go. the dice? I can't see the dice. Uh, top, top. There's a little. 
blue box oh. at the top where it says search, it says trope. Um, oh. um, so it, it does the whole site, it won't work. Ah. Oh. Because um, I've got the most random, I've got Hollywood exorcism. Oh, let's do it, let's do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, agility free game. What? We could, oh, we here could... we go. Yeah, I found it. Sorry. Crush, <laughs> kill, destroy. Okay, I've, 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 I've done it. Kill, killer <laughs> android, Alpha got... Omega 12. <laughs> I've got recursive translation. <laughs> when something is translated to another language and then translated back to its native language. Wow. <laughs> I've got omnidisciplinary scientist. Ooh, that's a good one. Related to the mad scientist, the omnidisciplinary scientist is a master of every branch of science, regardless of the branch in which they theoretically have a degree. Oh, mad scientist. That's a good trope. Yeah. Is someone mad, mad scientist in Star Trek? They're relevant there. Well, it's not, it's not a mad scientist. This one here is related to it. It, it goes, oh. if someone is a scientist and something about science needs to be known, the scientist will know it or learn it by the end of the episode. Wesley. So yeah, yeah Wesley. So that's Wesley. what an omni, omnidisciplinary scientist is. There you go. Oh, yours actually works quite well with Star Trek. Mine <laughs> not so much. <laughs> this explains so much. A stock phrase usually uttered in comedies. Basically, someone has learnt something strange that another character, but rather than being surprised or shocked, they take it just in their stride. Why? Because it usually explains a great deal of the odd characteristics of that character. That's oh, a good really? I like this one. I just I did it again. I got greedy. Prophecies are always right. Oh, oh, I like it. So if you talk about Deep Space Nine and the um, the Bajoran prophecies, they they tend to actually come true quite a bit, actually. Or the Vulcan one my, with my Kashar, new... not Kashar. Um, yeah, I saw my say Kashar. Yeah, because mm. I've done it again because my last one didn't work at all. Did it? Bro? <laughs> no. I'll just I'll just <laughs> I've done about I've six to get a good so one. So I've done it again and this one will fit in quite well with what we've been on about with the Borg crush kill destroy yeah Ooh, yeah. so that fits in quite well with what we've been on about it does I've got a really random one I've got horseback heirlooms which is a picture of Zelda but there we go <laughs> okay <laughs> well I'm happy with the one I've got so I won't be pressing the button I've got again, this so. link did not work <laughs> <laughs> You have no Wi-Fi connection. I've clicked it too many times. <laughs> patience, Phil, patience. Interesting. Oh, oh, yeah. action, oh. action dress rip. It's got a picture of the uh, a, a woman from Shrek where she rips her dress and they, they all got, start going for it. Action girls. Action Alice. Enjoy getting dressed up for the night out but then rip, rip their clothes once... Uh, oh, I'm not allowed to say it. Once S-H-I-T hits the fan. <laughs> Phil, you've already sweared. There's no point. It doesn't He's... matter, Phil. I don't bloody swear. I think you said crap earlier. Really, Simon, actually. Marking, Phil. No, it's Bailey. <laughs> I, I know it is. Know. He's not happy. With it. She's I know. He's had enough now. Oh, it's God, not, it's not happy that you're swearing, Phil. <laughs> so... oh, no, we, I think we should stop doing this. I've now got gangsternist. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that... <laughs> And that wraps up our uh, Star Trek trope episode. We've we've lost the will now, haven't we? Yeah, we've, we've... climatic music. <laughs> there we go. Woo! <laughs> so um, feel free to have a look at all the 
all the other tropes there on there. There's hundreds and hundreds. To, yeah, if you want to find it, is uh, is it TV tropes? Tropes dot org. Yeah, TV tropes. T R O P E S dot org. Yes. So. But Brilliant! Thank you, Fantastic. Sarah, for coming along and listening to our ramblings, and yes, thank you for letting me join in with your ramblings. I've had a really, really good time. It's all right. It's <laughs> nice to have you back on, Sarah, and we look forward to having you back on again in June. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely for the big one. Yes, for another four-hour <laughs> episode. Even shorter episode than today. <laughs> well, to, to be fair, I think season two short, isn't it? So we might get away with that. But by the time we get to season three, we possibly should pencil out about six hours. Yeah. Just to be on the safe side. Sleepover all day, done. <laughs> Excuse me, you're married. Oh, no, no, I didn't mean that. Oh. Why do I walk into these things? Seriously, did he just proposition me? No. You heard him. I meant, press, I meant right? like we all, it goes overnight and you have to redo it again the next day. Yeah, don't worry. Phil logic, Sarah. Don't people digging, call me naughty. <laughs> Phil. Sarah, one yes, if people don't, want to there we go. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to don't forget to have Sam have a listen to this episode, Bill. <laughs> don't worry, oh, oh, this is why I'm safe. <laughs> 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 Sam, Sam, Sam had Trek drummed into her from my father-in-law and my brother-in-law from the age of I don't know five or six, and now she's got to the point of no, <laughs> she's, she's at her limit. Oh. So, yeah, what was you saying, Sire? You said something. Where can we find out more about you, Sarah? Although probably people already do, but never mind. For anyone new. Well, where can people find out about me? Yes. yes. Like... Oh, you have to um, <laughs> follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I'm generally on Twitter. The the original tit. Trekkie Um Yeah. And I, I'm pretty much a full-time Trekkie girl now as well. So whenever... Yeah, in your are... crazy videos on YouTube. Yeah. Which He's drunk too much wine. Yeah, which generally do <laughs> turn into chaos. There's just, like, just like this episode. Yeah. <laughs> There's a common theme. So, um, yeah, either with the Trekkie Girls or um, follow the original tit on Twitter. And then you've also got another page, which we didn't mention last time, but hey, good opportunity to mention here. I do. Sarah Knows Eyes. Oh, yes, my Sarah Knows Eyes page. That's what I actually do in my day job. Yeah. Oh, thank you for letting me plug it here. Definitely, yes. <laughs> to actually talk about proper important stuff. <laughs> what did you do again? <laughs> I'm, a dis- I'm, <laughs> I'm a dispensing optician. <laughs> now it's getting boring. People are going to switch off now. <laughs> you've, you've gone from naughty tit to forgetful tit now. Yes. Oh, don't. At the minute, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I've got about five Twitter accounts on the go at the minute for various things, and I'm just, I'm almost at my limit. I'm so afraid I'm going to tweet the wrong thing from the wrong account. I'm like, yeah. oh, God. I, I, I did think about setting up my own personal one, Twitter, but I thought, nah, it's just no point. I, I just use it for your podcast, well, in fairness. Yeah, precisely. I do have my yeah. own, but like, literally one person follows me, and that's Sam, and she doesn't use that's just like causing havoc on her own one. That's quite a lot of fun. Yeah, I was going to say, to be fair, there's a lot going on on that one to be keeping yourself used. Someone moving. That was the creaky door. Like, I was wondering was... what on earth that <laughs> was. Like, who's moving <laughs> stuff around? What's going on? That was me just letting the dogs out. Sorry. It's all right. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> 
Okay. That's Sorry, a little goodness. nugget at the end of there for those who are still listening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So if right. you're still with us after that, or after all that... <laughs> oh, Simon. Don't worry. Don't worry. He tries so hard to keep us on point and professional, and then we just lose it. We should yeah. really, really... Every it. entry we ever do never ends properly. It just never. That's I'm another choice. It's all right, Phil will get his soundbite in a minute, it'll be fine. What we should do is we should, at one stage, release some tiny little snippets of Simon's video when he's on, he's on, on Skype, and he's sitting there going, or, or, or this is the best one. Oh, yeah, when Simon P says, it's normally when me and you, me and you, you Phil, are saying something or whatever, and then Simon just puts his hands up, I've got no control, I've got no control. I would say the words when I can't see forehead, I know there's a problem, but let's move on. <laughs> I think she agrees. <laughs> <laughs> that was the actual dog. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> so and there could have been a double meaning there as well. But uh, moving on. Yeah. Yes. Uh, were we ending it, wasn't we? Or, or what were we yes. doing? I can't remember. <laughs> Should yes. I say, as always, I've been Phil. I've been Simon. And I've been Jamie. And I've been Sarah. And oh, yeah, thank you again for coming on and we'll be back again soon, guys. Our next episode is going to be our More Tribbles, More Troubles commentary with... Not More Tribbles. Yes, More Tribbles. Um, with um With a discussion about Star Trek pets as well. Oh, how exciting. And there'll be a quiz as well. <gasps> a quiz, I love quizzes. Yes. It's a bit of a jam-packed episode next one, so look out for it, guys. Yeah. I will see you all soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.